futuramic design means styling with a purpose. Introducing the all-new Hoverboard, the scooter of the future. Sharper Image Wheelie Razor is the hottest thing on two wheels. Now, what does it do? This is the world's first self-balancing human transport. Electric scooters speeding down roads and sidewalks. San Francisco streets bustle with activity. Cars, walkers, bicyclists, and now scooters, all sharing the same roadways. Podcast. I'm Chase from Rider Guide, and I'm joined by my co-host, Paul Somerville. A few weeks ago, we pre-recorded a special episode with someone you've been asking for in the comments sections for a, a good bit now. Uh, we've brought back the founder and face of early electric scooter guide, Chuck Temple. Uh, he tells us what he's been up to in the last year, and we also take a step back to kind of reminisce, especially on the early days of Electric Scooter Guide. We've got Paul and Ramir and just reflect back as we now transition into taking this next step as Rider Guide. Also, make sure that you listen through this episode because we'll have a mention on how to enter a really incredible giveaway sponsored by Vora Motors, one of the OG, maybe the number one supporter of the live show back in the day. So stay tuned for that and let's jump right in. been up to uh yeah so a couple things um what have i been up to so i think the biggest thing is i had a kid mm-hmm. and that and that was a congrats thank you yeah. um so that you know that the the whole process of that was um uh it was of course unscripted just like this podcast <laughs> and um it was harder right than than we thought yeah. right and so that that took my attention for for a while but everybody's healthy everybody's good um charlie is the name of my son and he's great and so um man it just brings a smile to my face to just talk about him i, I have pictures of him on scooters and he has his own little scooter they make scooters for kids nice. um hopefully uh you guys will start reviewing those you know someday. we've got a couple kids scooters oh, okay. here i'm pretty okay. excited we'll see we'll see when we get cool. to that yeah i mean they're popular yeah. Um, so yeah, so had a kid. Um, I also wrote a book and so I wrote is a it, book. Is it out yet? It's not out. It comes okay. out March 7th. You can plug it. What's it called? It's called Startup to Sold. Cool. And so it is, um, based upon a business that I actually had as I was graduating college, my undergrad in college in 06. Um, and you can go to chucktemple.com if you want to, I think there's a link. It's like, it's called, yeah, there's a link called the book. You can sign up if you want to, um, get notified when it comes out. But anyway, it comes out March 7th. It's basically um, a business memoir and kind of um, the lessons learned about um, running, you know, going, t- taking a startup uh, from idea to uh, growing it and, and then selling it. But oh, it's a different, different, um, you know, it's called DVD or Memories is the name of the company. And then, um, yeah. And then we've heard you're doing some teaching as well these days. Yeah. So um, I always wanted to try teaching, maybe maybe from being, you know, doing so many videos and, and whatnot, because that, that was kind of like we're, you know, education kind of company here. Uh, and so doing that, I always kind of figured like maybe I'll try, you know, teaching at some point in my career. Maybe I like it. Maybe I hate it. Uh, so I have a job teaching um uh, it's a go-to market and product management class over at UC Berkeley Extension, which is a mo- it's actually uh, by the old office. It's right, it's right, it's Kitty Corner to the old. It's in the Charles Schwab Building. Oh, wow. uh, funny enough, so uh, I'm two weeks in uh, to that, and um, I have 17 French students 
um, that are from the Schema Business School in France that are taking a marketing course that I also had to create. Mm. So I, it, it's it's taken me a lot of time, but um, so far it's, it's okay. Cool. They ask a lot of questions, good ones. Yeah, so I think that's that's most of what I'm doing. Nice. Another thing that you may or may not know is Chuck is an amazing pickleball player. And okay, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> early on, we had a, a hangout where Paul and I played with Chuck and a random guy who's really nice. And <laughs> Paul had not played a lot before, and he was diving oh, yes. constantly. I was, the, I was on the ground a lot. That was the weirdest thing I think I've ever seen. <laughs> Paul went so <laughs> hard. I used to play badminton. You have smooth floors, and oh, it's my. a normal thing to do. And so I just can't let go, I guess. Then. But he got some great plays with the dives. So it was a lot of fun. And, and Chuck, he's been doing some like entrepreneurial things in pickleball, too, that was really impressive. You you learned uh yeah so i learned i just randomly i've never been a programmer but i learned the bubble like no code programming mm. and i just wanted to try it out so i built an app uh for pickleball but i guess it could be used for other things it basically just invites people and manages uh pickleball events um and so i use it for the friday night league that i run called friday night lights mm. uh which we we're actually the champions of um oakland and now the champions of uh we beat uh conquered in the last scrimmage Let's so go. so far so far the bushrod team if you all play pickleball go to bushrod uh we play there friday nights uh but you got to be 40 plus to join and one of the things i love about about chuck is uh is that you know he was super early in scooters, early enough that he started the subreddit, Electric Scooters, and then, you know, was into pickleball before anybody even knew what it was. And now, of course, pickleball blew up. And so, like, we all kind of keep an eye on Chuck to mm. find out, like, what's Chuck going to get into next? So that's what's going to be hot, you know, next. It's like, what's Chuck investing in? That's what I'm <laughs> Right? You don't have to tell Well, us. I took your advice on one thing, but <laughs> oh, we we'll probably shouldn't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, can we? <laughs> is, that, is that insider trading? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably shouldn't talk about the scooter stocks we own or don't own. <laughs> 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 this guy, somebody perked up over there. Uh, okay, so yeah, so uh, yeah, pickleball, awesome. But um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, yeah, new stuff. I don't have anything new, but when I do, I'll come on and, and, and let you guys know. Cool. cool. Yep. The next cool. new thing. But pickleball's still blowing up. Yeah, I'm no. gonna do something in pickleball. Paul, I mean Paul, do you you guys seen how intense um, Chuck is on the field? I mean on the court. Well, Ray Mir played I, with played, the, I played with um, Chuck a couple Ray, of times. And, you play well, we got split up. And yeah, so Ray Mir played with the old ladies. Yeah, yeah. So I played with the old <laughs> and ladies. They, but they loved were him. They, they loved Ray They were Ray so nice. And one time when Chuck went against the old la older lady, he, he, um, Chuck's intense and he doesn't like losing. So the lady served it. Chuck did boom, served it back and boom, she, she sprained her finger. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. Uh, yeah, Chuck, they're Chuck, all very nice. Nice though. <laughs> <laughs> they were. You say sorry a lot in pickleball because you're yeah. so close together, right? And you, you yeah, know, the ball goes fast. It's a good fast. sport, though. Like, yeah. You know, like Paul said, um, Chuck's a, he's early on a lot of things in pickleball for sure. He was the first person to introduce me to that sport, and now you got LeBron, KD, and oh just a gosh. whole bunch of people like it's investing into it. So, yep. yeah. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's, it's, fun, it's funny you mentioned the ladies. You know, we get you know we get better retention from female audience members when uh, when Ray Mears on screen. <laughs> it, we we we, we, did, we haven't done a scientific look into, it, but we looked at our YouTube stats, and it's like it's, it's almost double. It's, wow, it's still not a big number because it's still wow. a male dominated sport. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, well, if you guys can't tell right now, but I'm blushing. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, man. That's a, that's a joke. <laughs> but anyway, Chuck, you should tell about how ESG got started, like the early Okay. Days. 
So yeah, so ESG, gosh, um, started out, I had moved to San Francisco. Uh, I, if there's one thing I hate in life, it is driving through traffic and trying to park. Those are, I mean, pretty chill. Those are two things, Chuck. Yeah. Those are related. <laughs> They're related, right? You have to park if you're going to drive. <laughs> oh, I said yeah, yeah. Um, so, and I hate being ridiculed by people. That, no. Um, so, yeah. So, I hate that, right? And so, I moved to San Francisco. I'm like, how can I get around San Francisco? I was going to get an e-bike. And then my, um, my girlfriend at that time, who's now my wife, she was like, ah, I think I'm going to get an electric scooter. And I didn't really know what that was. I looked it up. She had seen some in China before. And so and this is 2016. I think I mentioned that. Um, and so basically, I thought about it for two weeks. I thought about all the ways I was going to use the scooter in San Francisco, like going to visit her downtown, coming home late, it raining, cold, not wanting to ride back, all these different circumstances. And I was like, gosh. Scooter actually wins. It, it, it definitely beats, at least for a city like this. And, you know, it could care. I, I lived up a flight of stairs. So there's, anyway, so I got the scooter. It was a uh, used scooter booster. Mm. Not the plus. This is like really old. There's only what, a couple. What year was this? This is 2016. Oh, wow, that's um, early. Yep. Yeah. And so this is before, I think, so I got that scooter. It was like 900 something dollars. It's very small. If you guys know the used scooter line, right? Very small, portable. Um, but there's no, there's, I think I saw one other person with a scooter the whole two years that I lived in San Francisco yeah. at that time. Um, and I could not stop talking. I, I, it was literally when they say like, oh, this thing changes your life. Well, it really changed my life. Right. It really, really changed my life because I need my freedom. Right. Like as you know, myself, I, I, I just need it. And so being able to go to friends' houses, you know, I could go downtown, I could get anywhere quicker than BART, quicker than driving. I didn't have to park. It, it just, it, and it went 20 miles an hour, 24, whatever it goes. It was amazing. And when it broke, I could just call them and they sent me a part and I just fixed it so easily. Mm -hmm. So, um, you kept that one for a long time too, I think. Yeah, actually, I think a friend of mine probably still has that one yeah, right nice. now. So, uh, so how do you go from like being interested in scooters, buying one and loving it yeah. and then decided you want to like make content okay like okay get into that yeah so uh basically because i couldn't stop talking about it um and my friends are probably getting tired of me telling them about it and taking it everywhere all the time uh, i started a subreddit called electric scooters and i just started but there was no one there and i just kind of forgot about it fast forward a couple years some guy named fed up with tech messaged me on so somehow I got the message and he said, can I, can I mod your subreddit? And I was like, what are you talking about? And I, he's like, yeah, your subreddit. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> and so he's like, okay, it's this one. And so anyway, I looked at it and there was, I think a few hundred people or something at the time that were on there all, all chatting about scooters. And I was like, holy crap. So I was like, yes, you can, you know, mod sure. And then I started um, basically managing that community, you can look at the history, you know, Chucky e. TE, whatever. Um, you can look at the history on there and you can see all the, all the work that was done. I'd go to conferences, I'd go to Ars Technica talks local and I, you know, I'd write summaries and I post them and I, I just did everything I could to try to help that community out. Eventually I asked them what they needed, which is probably the smartest thing. They told me what they needed. They needed a way to, um, Basically, at that time, this is probably 2018-ish, 29. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, they, 
it was really confusing that this the the actual products of electric scooters like they were all coming from china nobody the specs were wrong the the purchase links were i mean it was just it was chaos at that time and so they wanted a way to make sense of it and so that's what we did mm. uh and that's how the database started which was the very first thing so it was the website and the database first that was first. Before, before the YouTube videos and all that. Yeah, YouTube that didn't come until after I tried Instagram, which I failed at pretty bad. Um, and I was doing, uh, yeah, and then the Reddit. And and so, um, but I try to make, you know, I try to make content because I wasn't that good at, you know, I didn't do much of the, the website stuff myself. Um, but I started doing, you know, I started trying to make video type stuff. I had one poker video that I made in college. That had like all of a sudden had like 30, 40,000 views and it was a bunch of it was a, it was like a weird poker strategy I made for a class, but I randomly forgot and left it public, and I was like, gosh, YouTube may get you know views, so I tried making uh, scooter content on YouTube, and that's how like how to find the perfect electric scooter. I did that a long time ago, and that's still a, um, a yeah. widely um, Banger. We're, we're finally yeah. getting ready to attempt a sequel at that. Well, I and think a, a, I think a, a sequel was attempted a co like a oh. year ago, mm -hmm. but it. And then <laughs> I, that's a hard one to it's, make. But yeah. the, the but you know what? If there's anybody that could do it, it's it's you for sure. Thank you for the confidence. Right? And there a lot of stuff has been updated, mm. right? Yeah. And so it's it is time for a new one. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So yeah, then we got into other stuff but i knew i needed i needed to find a way to like you know up my youtube game i'm not i'm not a uh, producer i'm not like that type of person so that's why um we thought we should hire somebody yeah and ramir you were the first employee of electric scooter guide right i'd love to hear some stories i i haven't even heard a lot of the stories from early esg oh yeah um a, a lot so yeah so early on we were at we didn't have an office. We didn't have a, a space. We were actually, I was working out of Chuck's house. So I would go there and Chuck would get, a, you know, we'll get a scooter and I'll be sitting on his, um, on his table next to his cat. Um, <laughs> what is it? Sherlock and Watson? Sure, yeah, Sherlock and Watson. Yeah. And I always say this. I n I've never been a cat person. Like I okay. traditionally hate cats, but they were pretty cool. They loved you. Yeah, yeah. They were pretty cool. <laughs> like one of his cats, Watson, he, uh, He's very like forceful but playful. Yeah. Like he like he wants you to rub him. Like he'll he'll come by, he'll purr on you, he'll rub you and whatnot. So it was a good experience. But for me, you know, even with that first interview, um, it was Chuck said I bombed it. I, I thought I did fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, I told him I can make videos. I see the future of where this can go and I want to be part of it. And I'm pretty cool. And, you know, I think that kind of sold him a little yeah. bit. The end, the end. It was it, you bombed it, but then at the very end, uh, I, I think I asked you like, well, why why should I hire you though? And you were like, <laughs> I'm cool. I, I you said three things, and I was like, okay, because you were you didn't smile the whole interview, but all you do is smile, right? Yeah, and that's I who was, I wanted to I work was having, with. I was so irritated during the interview because <laughs> parking in Berkeley is oh, horrible. Yeah, and I had got, you know when you get to an interview, you want to get there early, and I got there really <laughs> early, but I couldn't find a park for like 30 minutes, so oh. I was trying to find a park, and then I didn't have like. Um, only you'd ridden a scooter. Yeah, man, I didn't know about it. I was actually like scared <laughs> about it, man, you know. And then I got in there and I was just like, I don't need this. Like, I don't, you know, I'm going to just go in there and just talk to the guy. But then I actually like ended up liking Chuck. And then what he was telling me about like his vision for not just like content, but like where he 
think the world is going when it comes to um, micromobility. And I'm like, all right, I believe in that. And I just have a background with like working with like a Tesla. So I kind of understand how, you know, EVs work a little bit and where it could be at. And I always thought that was a thing that EVs are expensive. They're great. Uh, it's a train, but it's okay. We, we can ignore that. But yeah, it was, you know, they're great. And I think they're, I think they're perfect, but getting them in the hands of like the common people and a lot of people, you know, it was different. That was the barrier and electric scooters. I'm like, all right, that can be a thing. Let me be a part of this. We started making videos. The first video I did was probably the Xiaomi, the 365 the Xiaomi two, the second one Nan Robot right Nan was, Robot. was my, my favorite one well one of the Unagis yeah so the Unagi yeah that's interesting so when I first got on that one that was my first dual motor scooter that I actually rode and you know, I'm looking at it and I'm like a big guy like I don't know if Ray Mir used to go like the speed like the 15 mile like you <laughs> under 15 for a yeah, long I was time so for weeks yeah. weeks I couldn't get Ray Mir going <laughs> over like 10 12 miles an hour yeah. nowadays it's yeah, like racing like Paul. Six, yeah, I'm up there with Paul. But yeah, I got on the Unagi and I looked at it because I'm like, oh, it looks nice. And, you know, I'll see all the advertisement and all that. But then nobody's like me and like no big guys on there. And then I got on it. First deal motor scooter. Like, it, you know, yeah. it really took me. And I was going to the corner store with it. So I got comfortable with the Unagi. And then we kind of start doing videos with, like you said, the Nan robot. And then that's when we start bringing in different shots with the GoPro. And I've been going, I was going faster because, you know, like he said, I was going like granny slow. Like I was so slow. Super I'll have scared. to go and then I'll come back and then go yeah. and then you come back. So, so what were some of like the early bangers, whether it was website or YouTube, just a video or a piece or just anything that really kind of took off? And because like it's it's a lot within this business to even be able to hire somebody, you know? Uh, yeah. Well, the whole YouTube channel when Ramir came, you can just look at the history of it and it tripled, I believe, within a couple months. And yeah. Ramir, I asked him his vision for the YouTube channel. And we started implementing that. But your question was, what blew up? Like, what content worked? Yeah, what was the really successful stuff early on? So I would say the, um, what are the biggest videos back then? It was Perfect Scooter. The Nan Robot was actually, yeah. people wanted to mod it. I mean, we spent oh, yeah, that's right. hours just thinking of titles. Man, title, title research. <sighs> that was... <laughs> Yeah, the Mar the yeah. Anyway, okay. um, I think the Nan robot was good. Gosh, didn't you? One. Didn't you like oh, the Cabo man. Skywalker then or something? Cabo oh, Skywalker. but you know that was a cool. Uh, that was a thumbnail, I think. Yeah, Remember, because yeah. I think it's, we put in a, a yeah. Lightsaber. I love. I love that. That thumbnail. I love the background that you guys use the rose, like this rose the garden. Rose garden. Yeah. Yeah. yeah All that those were taken around Berkeley. Yeah. yeah, and I think that was after we took like that YouTube like course and that got, you know that call uh, we was on. And that's when we started happened? doing a YouTube call. It was like something you set up with some guy. Some oh, YouTube. yeah. I think we we consulted with like video. Yeah. I should know their, their names. It was, um, yeah, just like a YouTube consulting company. Yeah, and I think that's one of the bigger bangers that I can think of early on was um, the E-Move Cruiser with the four from the Oh, paper. that was the that biggest. Was the one. People yeah. stole the hose shot, you know, where you're like spraying the scooter down with the water. That's yeah. like, we still use that shot. Still and well, it's still, I mean, it's like, it's, it's sticky, you know, it's. Back then it was so controversial, the whole water yeah. resistant, because people were saying it, but they weren't, they weren't doing, they weren't getting, um, the uh, IP the what do you call them? IP ratings? Well, they were they were saying they had them. Oh, okay, but they weren't getting certified. They weren't getting certified, yeah. and so then we started asking. This is this is when we, yeah, not all the relation you know relationships with these you know, when you're when you're like, hey, send me send me send me the certification, and then you don't get it, and mm. then you know you got to tell that in the reviews, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. not everybody's happy. 
Yeah. Yeah. If you're not making people happy, you're probably doing the right thing, though, I think. Mm. Yeah. Right? Because then you're making good, good stuff and you're yeah. giving the people, the customers, right? The scooter riders out there, right? What they, yeah, they some, want. Some good they stuff want the right real now. deal info. I love just looking back at it, like just, just seeing sort of the, the quality of the videos evolve over time. Yeah. I love, I especially love the old videos with, where Chuck's wearing sunglasses so he can read a piece of paper oh, yeah. that's off screen yeah, yeah, yeah. without you being able to tell oh, that his man, eyes are oh, not yeah, looking yeah. at the camera. That's, that was the, that was the <laughs> hack. That was definitely the so hack. Good. <laughs> wearing the sunglasses. It has kind yeah, of a cool yeah. vibe to it though. It's something oh, I, just, I really like about it. I remember that. Jeez, I haven't watched those for a long time. Yeah, man. We had some good times. What's some, yeah. Remember that one time we were filming some scooter and uh, I forgot gloves and my hands got like real pulsy because it was so cold. Well, you had a ride back. We were at yeah. Cesar Chavez Park, I yeah. remember. And we were riding back to uh, to Berkeley or whatever. And you didn't bring a coat that day yeah, or was, the same day. And I'm like, tripping. Ramir, why didn't you? And I tried to give him my coat or an extra coat, but of course yeah. none of them fit. Yeah, I'd be like Chris Farley. <laughs> you, get that? you get that one? No, no I don't. Now Ramir's oh, famous man. for his coats. He's Does he put on a Okay. You have movie. to put it in the yeah, but yeah. So yeah, early on, yeah, that was some good times. Um, what else? The Scooties. That was a good, that was first Scooties with the um, music with the video. Rap. Do you remember it? You know what's funny is that like some of those things. Like now I have students, right? And if they find any of that stuff, it's gonna be a little embarrassing, right? The like the we made a rap video. Do you remember Raymir? Raymir and I and uh, someone was else was helping. Maybe my wife Vienna helped a little so, bit. The first one, yeah. Because Richie wasn't there yeah, yet. No, he wasn't there. But we made a rap video uh, to, the, to the, uh, do you remember? Um, yeah. uh, cruising, cruising down the street in my Xiaomi. <laughs> Jocking oh. the bikers. Spraying the it was a good, it's, the, if you Water listen hose. to the words, it's pretty funny. Water hose. It all makes sense, actually. Yeah, well, anyway, you can, we'll, you know, you can link to it or something yeah. in the description here. Yeah. So, you should yeah. check it out. It doesn't have a lot of views. I don't know why, because yeah. it's like my favorite. It was a holiday. Probably. It was fun. It was fun, though. Well done. But yeah, well so done. yeah, we had long nights and just I was editing everything. Like it was we fun, though. Like some, it was fun you know. just hanging out in the apartment. You know who our first guest on the live show? Because I tried live shows. David Hyman? David Hyman. David Hyman. Oh. He came to my apartment yeah. in Berkeley when, you know, we had nothing. I had, you know, the Instagram. I did Instagram. I tried YouTube. I tried I did a simulcast yeah. by having my cell phone on mm. a tripod and another camera on a <laughs> tripod. And he came when we had like four people watching. And for any of you who don't know, that David Hyman's the CEO of Unagi. So that's a kind of a that's a pretty big deal for early. It was days a big like deal that. at that time because they were already, yeah. you know, one of the one of the larger scooter companies and he was still willing to, you know, spend time. Yeah. Tall cool. guy, deep voice, came in there all smooth. It was pretty yeah, <laughs> if you watch that interview, it's pretty funny though. Yeah. Because David's a you know, he's a character. He's a yeah. real character. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah, he is for sure. He's yeah. cool. Yeah, but the live show started back then, actually. And we continued it when we got the first office, that 400 square foot. Yeah, speaking of the first one. office, Richie came along at that time, too. Yeah, so, yep, yep. Early 2020. Yep. February 2020. Yeah, we... Richie came there. Yeah, yeah, and then, and then it just kept improving from there because then Ramir and Richie, right, for filming, and we wanted Ramir in the videos, so then we needed another person, and we were able to make just way more content, and it just yeah, started and I growing. Yeah, I hated taking for hate it taking and richie and richie is on point right <laughs> yes, i mean richie yes. is like you know yeah he's yeah and like looking at 2020 like that's when it seems like a lot of like the website numbers the youtube numbers really start to go up and the best electric scooter 2020 that's the second best performing video of all time for esg mm. the 2020 was mm. really uh, mm. or maybe it was 
than the, it was the 2020. It was, right. yeah, with the, the podium and everything. So it's at like 900,000 right now. And not only that, but that's wow. just a really important search term and everything. That, that was a, a really good video. Yeah. Um, the, the best, that, that was like the top, we did like top 13 or something. And we had the, um, the, the almost gauges. Oh, yeah, took Ray Mir. oh yeah, it took Ray almost broke my computer. Ray, it twice. broke Ramirez's computer over it and over my and over again. I was so like yeah. down on work, like I was. I'm like Chuck, I can't. This video is never gonna yeah, come out. Yeah, Ramirez almost quit like multiple times. <laughs> oh yeah, it was the worst. <laughs> but but through 2020, did you feel kind of the tailwinds of COVID and people starting to oh. really pick up scooters like crazy? Because the search well, intense. We grew. Everybody grew when when the lockdowns happened. It was crazy, right? The whole industry grew for many reasons. And I think the live shows probably talked about them a lot. Uh, but when people were not taking all the people that took public transportation and then all of a sudden they just didn't do that anymore. So many people bought scooters and all the scooter companies blew up. So we were, everybody's like, get our scooter, like review our scooter. And then our content goes up because all the consumers want to figure out what to get. So that was big. That was big. I mean, it's a bad time for the everybody in the world, but Great well, for the scooter industry. Paul's got quite a story of how he joined ESG. Yeah, well, I, I was really helped out by the pandemic as well because I was at Lime, you know, running yeah. a, uh, running uh, local ops in San Francisco. So basically, the health and location of every single Lime scooter in San Francisco was my job twenty four seven, and because there's nobody else managing that. And uh, and I was and looking back, I'm just like so grateful that that you know I I got laid off because of the pandemic. You know, that that whole business got you know, shut, uh, shut down for a little while. And, um, and that's how I found my way to electric scooter, uh, electric scooter guide, which is like by far the best gig I've ever had. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure people right. who watch the videos are super jealous and they should be because it, it's, uh, you know, it's as fun as it looks, you know, that is a nice compliment. Ride scooters all the time. That's, yeah. that's good to hear. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know what? And this is, this is who Paul is in general, how he just starts off about how, how he is. During his interview, I remember I pulled up in the, uh, to the parking lot because it was my time to go in there to, you know, interview him. But Paul's, he's on a scooter in the parking lot just hitting wheelies and just <laughs> ripping. Like I, the, I looped it, actually. And I said, oh, man, and this I, guy is crazy. I tore yeah. up the fender and yeah. I'm like, oh, I hope they filmed this thing already because I just kind of hurt their scooter. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, that guy, he ruined the scooter. Does this hurt my chances? <laughs> yeah. Nah, but, you know, that's the, you know meeting somebody and just seeing them have that intensity and love for the, you know, oh, yeah. electric scooters that was, you know, it energized everybody. So Paul was a great addition. And, you know, every, the viewers know now that he's like one of the leaders in micromobility today because of that. So, you know, he yeah. started off just already going and just and good stopped. screen presence because I don't know if you guys know this, but Paul is like the lead singer of a band. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. One spot. I'll sing right now. On the spot, <laughs> sing right now. Well, plug it, man. You get some more, more uh, saxophone player too. Oh yeah, twenty years of saxophone, ten years of voice, and and uh, a couple of albums out there. They're on, they're on title and this yeah. and this and there. But I don't know. It's old stuff. But uh, yeah. I'm not so, singing. Yeah. So that was the team. It was me, Richie. Then you know Trina. She, you know she's with um, who she with now? And she's with Voro, Voro now. now. And, yeah, yeah. And a Voss. He and was Voss. Well, well, yeah, so Voss. Talk about Voss because he before has me. Interest in yeah. yeah, that's true. I don't know at what point Voss came along. I just remember this guy that was just like so active on Facebook. So I had the Facebook you know group that I was mm -hmm. trying to manage myself and bring. You know, I'm trying to grow all these communities, right? Manage communities, blah, blah blah. And and this guy is just like all over it. He's always like messaging me constantly. At one point, I'm like, okay. Va maybe I need to like just have this this person Voss take over because he's already taking over. So 
he did. He, yeah. I asked him if he wanted to manage it, and he was like, I, I don't remember how the conversation went. I think he thought about it or something, and then and then he went for it. And boy, he's like the most well-known person probably. Oh, for sure. Godfather. Maybe in the whole world about scooters at this point. Yeah, I think so, so. You know, one thing and about And he's helped Moss, so many people one-on-one. Yeah, yeah. on one. yeah, I think he's a big reason why I'm in the videos. Like, so this is a funny story. I don't even know if I ever told you, Chuck, but we were doing a live show and I was panning the camera and then like slipped on me on accident by mistake, right? And then he <laughs> must have seen me and I put it back and then, you know, Chuck like, oh, that's our video producer guy. And then he messaged me. I never met, got a message from Voss before. First message, hey man, I seen you. You look pretty cool. You seem like a bigger guy. You should get in the <laughs> oh, video. Yeah. You should ride the scooters. And he was doing this for months. I'm like, nobody wants yeah. to hear me or see, you know, my, my point of view of riding scooters. He's like, nah, get in the video. You, we need that perspective out there. And he was just pushing me and pushing me and, you know, Chuck, we you know we we agreed and I got into it and Heck big yeah. dog scooter rider the for big life. dogs man yeah. like Paul and I luckily Paul and I are the exact correct weight for if you look at the Chinese you know the websites and they say what's the range they base it on a 160 pound rider and I used to be 160 pounds before I had the kid uh, but Paul is still probably close to that yeah. and so uh, you know and so. Um, but we need the big dog. We need, we need, we needed, we needed the, there's so many people that are like, well, how far does it go for the larger riders? And how does it ride for the larger riders? Anyway. It's, it's performed great and all led by, you know, David Vosk and, and Ray Mir. And you, you guys need to have another like big dogs podcast. That's definitely going to come, but it's actually one of the top search terms on YouTube and on the web. And I think a big part because of these guys, and we've even seen just about everybody who does something in electric scooters targeting, you know, doing content for heavy riders. And that's, that's one of the top performing pieces of the last year is your video that you led a year ago. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I, it's a different ride experience for us. Like I was, Shout out to Caleb. I was telling about a scooter that he had, like the nine, but I don't know. Well, it's good, but it has different type. It'll ride different mm. going uphill. So, mm. you know, it's good to have that perspective. Yeah. So there. the podcast is kind of in some ways, we're finally kind of picking back up the live show esque, you know, long form content. We really, we kind of had to take a little bit of a pause this year to just focus in on the kind of the essence things of reviews and fleshing out like the editor's choice side of things for kind of the SEO side of, of what we do. And, but we've have this whole time, we've really wanted to get back into long form. And so I'd love to hear more about, cause I wasn't involved with the live show kind of just how many episodes was that? Like over a hundred, over a hundred. Yeah. hundred and something, hundred and something. Yeah. In low hundreds, 105, 106. So what are some of your best memories from the live show and kind of like what you think people love? The one the I hope that it? will get deleted <laughs> will be the. <laughs> that's the best you know one. What I'm talking about? The cowboy one? Yeah, oh my God, that's the, the best. The mark, micromobility. Whatever, whatever it took, right? Whatever it took to like try to get people to watch. But we're, there was a. What are we doing? Micromobility Madness. Yeah, yeah. Micromobility. It was some kind March. of like voting or something. It was like a March Madness <laughs> spinoff of like. Oh yeah, going we each would other. pit the different yeah. scooters in classes against each other. But I dressed up as a um, cowboy with and, long hair. And the wig was really what made it. We kind of expected that. We we knew cowboy. I think we knew cowboy Chuck was coming. We kind of expected the hat, but we did not expect the wig. And then the dancing yeah. just oh, put it no, over the so top. Oh no! So it was oh. the wig, yeah. the hair. I mean, the wig, the hat. And the boots. The boots. And the and dancing. The accent. Yeah, the accent, too. The accent. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. The, and the dancing. And the dancing. Yeah, well, Weeks of practicing. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. Micromobility madness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah that, cool. I think that was a good one. I just had fun on the live show. I think it 
it told people that we were real, mm -hmm. right? I think like sometimes in videos, you know, it could be scripted. I yeah. mean, they are scripted, right? Well, I mean, you, you got they, you have to kind and, of. And you can't tell if the person that's talking actually knows what they're talking about. That's they, it. They, I mean, we are reading scripts, but we, you know, we actually write the scripts ourselves. This is the thing. You can't tell that. I thought, I, I always knew that we, like ESG, it, the, the most like knowledgeable folks about electric, there just couldn't, I mean, yeah, there's maybe a few other people in the world, like in the world that are as knowledgeable about electric scooters as we are. And we, it's like in a video, you can make a review, but then you kind of have all these other reviews and they, other people make great reviews too. Mm -hmm. But like, what do we have that other people don't? We can speak off the cuff about the industry, about everything to do with the, well, for you, right? That's, I mean, one of the, the awesome things about Paul is that like, he all like he had the technical expertise that I never had, right? I kind of understood how people rode, and I was more interested in like the usability, the lifestyle, like how, like what, mm -hmm. you know, these types of things. But I didn't understand like what metallurgy, you know, how to how to forge something correctly, what kind of alchemy is used, right, to make the right, you know, type of metal that's not going to break or whatever. And and that's where Paul comes in, especially with the bigger and more expensive scooters for that sure. people want to know these, you know, people search more for more expensive scooters and, you know, anyway, so it's nice to have Paul, you for know, sure. to do Who, that. But, and then also Paul on the live show, it just shows people that we are who we say we are. Hmm. There, there's really few yeah. people in the world that are as knowledgeable as us. Yeah. Yeah, and, and on the expertise side, it's not just, you know, it's not like we're saying like, you know, we're the smartest people in the world or anything, but it's, it's just, if you look at it from just a facts point of view, nobody tests as many electric scooters as we do. Yeah. Nobody has tested as many electric scooters as we have. So just by virtue of volume, we're going to end up knowing more stuff. So yeah. that's, that's my, yeah, you can compare, can contrast. We have favorites, right? And yeah. when you have a favorite out of hundreds of literally like hundred and, yeah. There's so many scooters here. Um, it's yeah. a it's a big thing when really when it says, "Hey, this is Paul's favorite light heavyweight right now." The people that are watching should literally take that as gospel. Which is why we're so careful with 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 throwing that those terms around. Too. Yeah, that's it's always a dicey yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. sometimes you say one, but then another scooter comes along. But you said you love yeah, this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was last week. Exactly. Yeah. Things have evolved since for then. Sure, for sure. For sure. Fast moving business. For sure. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Live show was, you know, it hit on all cylinders. Like you have the entertainment part of it. Then you have the community part of it. Then you have the expert part of it. Mm -hmm. And then you have um, just different, you know, the the industry leaders like Nimrod came on. That's from right. Inukim, he's the OG from Inukim. People were like, how the heck did you even Man, find were, this guy? They were yeah. loving that, that was one. the weirdest. Um, who else? You got people from other companies. Melvin came yeah. on. Um, yeah, Julian, yeah, yeah. Flew a free ride, Apollo, and then just other. Remember people. the one guy that was against? Um, you weren't. I don't think there yet. Think he was Maybe there. you were there, but uh, is a guy, nice guy, I guess. Um, but he was abs. He has a Facebook group that's anti uh, shared scooters. He's mm -hmm. anti shared scooters because of the hazards and all that stuff. So we brought him on to like. It wasn't a debate, but I think in debated. retrospect. I should have made it a debate because yeah. that would have been kind of fun to like debate the guy. He was, and he's like a, he's like a well-spoken, I think he's a professor of some sort. Anyway, yeah, that was a fun guest. Point, you know. They were joined by the fun police. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I, the way this pop, way that live show went and how Chuck was telling about how, you know, the personal, you know, people who own it personally, they like more safe with helmets and, you know, they kind of go through it and, you know, anybody who has like a, the public scooters, they can be like out partying and just get on the scooter. So of course they might be a little bit more 
less responsible. And that's what, you know, yeah. I think that we yeah. got to. That's know, what happens. Happening. But, you know, the thing that we always did on the, on the live show and, and everywhere is like talk about safety, talk about how you should ride, mm-hmm. how to not be an idiot. Right. How, how, how to like make sure that this industry continues. And then the other cool part is that we're able to talk to the folks that send us the scooters for reviews and give them feedback and try to shape the industry in such a way that it will grow. Because in like at, at the end of the day, we're all here for to push micromobility. Mm-hmm. So I think that I mean, that's one of the things I think I'm most proud of mm-hmm. is seeing the work that we've done and how that's like actually influenced um, the way that the, that the, that the, like the little fixes that people put on are things like Paul might find a little issue. He'll write back all this technical stuff to, 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 oh, to them. Yeah, and, sure. and, and then the next version, you'll see it, you'll see that thing fixed. It's amazing. Yeah. I think Paul's like super info, you know, like one of the, what did I tell Paul out there? I'm like, man, I used to tell Paul back in the old office, like, man, Paul, Companies need to hire you because sometimes they just send us the scooters. (laughs) Not allowed. Not allowed. I just, you know, not like hiring full time, but, um, you know, sometimes they just send, you know, people just send scooters and then I feel like they'll send it so Paul can actually ride it and look at it and see how to improve it. Like how much you just said. Because Paul will give feedback and, and that feedback is some of the most valuable stuff, I would think. Yeah. yeah, and we'll, it, and we'll really like you know, if it, especially if it's something that's important, we'll you know, we'll like kind of send them a document really describing you know what's going on and, and making our suggestions and and I mean I like to think that it's in response to the feedback that we gave, but uh, we do see a lot of changes uh, in in electric scooters, especially in terms of you know things for safety and things that just make the riding experience yeah. better. So it's uh, that that's a really fun and gratifying part of of getting to test scooters is also seeing our feedback helping the next generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, serve riders even better yeah for sure even now with the how they test scooters is how paul do it i'm not <laughs> saying that's because of him but it's later well then, and then and and you know chuck is really one that started oh, that, yeah. the whole idea of like sort of scientific testing having mm. you know how do you really compare this yeah. scooter to this scooter rather than you know I, we can tell you their opinions and that's worth something um but so but there's nothing like data to like yeah. you know this that one went crazy. this far it's in crazy the same that condition. that wasn't around yeah Right. And so it was like, well, somebody needs to do it. Might as well be the leaders in electric scooter, you know, you know, uh, like this. Right. And so we found the technology to, to do it and, and, and did it. And now it's I don't know if people I know I think a lot of that's getting revamped, which is amazing because it's a little can, it can be cumbersome to find. But once you find it, it's like the gold mine. Right. Uh, you can see what scooters are the fastest, but not by what it says on the speedometer, because that's obviously wrong, oh, yeah. as Paul knows, uh, by actual, like, r- legit, not cell phone GPS data, but by, by like, real race racing equipment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. So, yeah, the live show was, you know, we had all that on there. And then we also, every single episode, we had a giveaway. So that was pretty cool for, like, the viewers. That's true. That was Vosk, too. And that's the tradition Boss we're going to manage gonna, that whole thing. We're going to okay. keep that going with this spot, this podcast, okay. um, this episode in particular is, is uh, uh, Voro is helping us out, sponsoring us a little bit here by enabling us to do a giveaway. And it's a pretty good one. So uh, we're not going to give the, uh, all the details right here, but check the description of uh, this podcast or, or video, depending on how you're watching this. And you'll find the details down there uh, to a giveaway from Voro Motors. So definitely, definitely go check that out. 
click that link, whatever, wherever you're watching or listening to this podcast. And then, and, and then while you're in that mode of, of, of clicking different places around, uh, but also, you know, give us some feedback. Let us know, you know, what you loved about the, about the original ESG, uh, ESG live show, or if you never saw the live show, you what you'd like to see us do more of on this podcast is, um, you know, it's going to be, it'll, it'll change and morph uh, over time. Uh, but we want to make sure that, you know, we're doing the stuff that you guys care about. So definitely definitely reach out we are always listening like we read every comment on every video and every you know um yeah we just we take it to heart yeah yeah so what about esg now since you know we went through all the history we went through the last show what are we up to now yeah i mean there's been uh well should we, this would be a good point to have chase introduce himself and, and kind of tell us where where he came from and we can get into you know some of the changes that we've made recently yeah, so it's it's good to kind of be on camera, interact a little bit more directly with the audience. You may have seen me in kind of a couple of like the event videos at the Micromobility Conference, either in Amsterdam or in the Bay Area. I'm I'm usually actually not in the Bay Area, but just kind of who who I am. Um, I've been at ESG for a, a year now, and so my early it, it's interesting because there's some intersection points in my history with these guys without like totally um even well anyway let me let me get to the beginning so i started at a company called moval in oregon that innovated on tran like mobile tickets on your phone for transit so that was my start that was also when scooters were descending on the world it was the biggest tech story of the year bird, bird and lime were the fastest to a billion dollar valuation of companies ever and i just had a, a really awesome mentor of mine, Michael Naka, who was, he got me into micromobility and tech and to entrepreneurship all simultaneously. And he's also um, the leader of like uh, the top mobility newsletter. So that's how I got, I got in. I was doing that. Scooters was really big. And so Bird was just launching in Portland and actually Skip Scooters, which got Paul into Scooters. So we technically were I mean, I, I only helped launch in Portland. That was it. But that I, I was just getting really into that. And then that summer, I was listening to the Micromobility podcast with Horace Didyou and uh, Oliver Bruce. And so I, I actually was just so psyched listening to them that I started claiming at Micromobility handles around the web and just, just you know, I, I'm young. And so I was like writing a little bit, engaging with people on Twitter. And then that ended me up in the at the Micromobility conference, the first major one in the world. Um, th there were two smaller ones that Horace did in um, Copenhagen and stuff. But that, that were really, really small. But this is the first big one, January 2019. And actually, Electric Scooter Guide was at that event. And um, that's the first video on the YouTube. And so Chuck and I were, were both there. Uh, I was super psyched about this. Actually, before that event, I got my first scooter, which was also a used scooters. No way. Watching your videos. Oh, okay. Doing okay. my research and stuff. <laughs> and so that's, that also got me really sold on like portable lightweight scooters. So then um, I just was loving the event, interacting with all the, these influential people. And then I actually left the event as a member of the team. And so that was just, I loved taking the industry-wide view, supporting the industry in every way possible. And so Micromobility Industries, it's an event that we, oh man, sorry, my voice is really shot from all the, everything we've been doing the last three days. But um, we, yeah, yeah, so at that they had like the top podcast in Micromobility, even though, I mean, I like, but there hasn't been a lot of podcast content, so I'm really excited about what we're we're doing here. But uh, 
So I got to learn a lot from James Gross, Horace Did You, Oliver, Sophia, and Luke. And those were like the major events. We put on the first major event in Europe in Berlin 2019. This was all, you know, pre-COVID. And then being in the events when in COVID was fantastic. But they had podcast newsletter, all that, and Twitter. So I was there for like a year and seven months. And I, I was like um, just knowing the industry and one of my pieces of work was the micromobility landscape of categorizing the global industry and, and making a visual. I was really interested in the East Bay area to move and then also to work. Overlapped with COVID though, so it was complicated. But anyway, I ended up, uh, I knew about Unagi scooters in part, you know, watching ESG content and, and knowing Chuck and everything. And so um, I ended up at Unagi scooters and that was really helpful before electric scooter guide because of just kind of getting to see things from a brand's perspective and just how they need to sell scooters and, and learning a lot about the customer as well. So that's what I did before electric scooter guide for also about a year, eight months. And then a year ago, uh, joining, um, electric scooter guide. And it's just been such an honor to be a part of this. Uh, I knew Chuck, through Unagi and then also just through, through both actually. And it was just like a perfect fit of kind of vision and kind of like the need because we were really trying to take electric scooter guide to the next level of just like, how do we take everything that's good about the trust and the, the data and the real testing and all of that, but then, you know, not just capture the, the vehicle and the test, but also really connect with the end customer, get more of the experience and th things that um, I've experiences I had, like whether it's SEO or design or just just like website and, and just internet businesses in general. So uh, yeah, it, it's honestly been like a dream job, every part of this. And I've just been so honored to be a part of it. And we, we've brought a lot of t people into the team as well o over this year. A lot of great people. Um yeah, that's that's my favorite part of ESG right now is because, you know, like how we said, me and Chuck just trying to do everything and Justin as well. And then adding team members over and over. And now, you know, we hyper focus on the areas that we love because there's so many people, not so many people, but so many talented people in the right areas. Yeah, so, it's, it's amazing to see the growth and see what's going on right now. Yeah, like even like starting off with like design, like we always have a problem with design and how to figure out anything like, you know, to make it look pretty. Like I, that's not my background. Like I went to school for like film and whatnot and we were just trying to figure it out. And now, now we have Marilla. Can we, can we mention people's names? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So yeah, Marilla, she does all the design. Um, yeah, she came on pretty strong, like right out the gate, just with like bangered like, you know, graphics, whatever the case may be. And that, that's what came, that's, that's where we got the new ESG logo, mm -hmm. just the slight brand refreshes of colors yeah. without trying to not change it too much. And a scooter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Smart. Yeah. Who else? I mean, I can go through everybody. I think I kind of, yeah, do it. I think I kind of, I can kind of, I can kind of nail this one. Let's see. Marilla. Yeah. Design. And then, oh man, is it Ben? Was it Ben next? I think it's Ben. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think that's. Oh, it's not in order. It's not in order. Oh, okay. Oh, cheat sheet. Oh, yeah. So Ben, you know, he comes on. He he writes some things. Um, you can kind of go deep more deeper on Ben, right? Oh yeah, Ben's amazing. Uh, he just uh, you know he, he helps out with a lot of the you know with a lot of the writing and analysis, and and he has a lot of insights. He'll you know go through uh, take 
many reviews and and uh, he'll kind of question me about them and kind of like what were you getting at here and he'll take things even a little deeper like with uh, uh, taking pieces of content and and ask me you know this scooter versus that scooter hey you know, how would we compare them together and and uh, anyway it's just he's just amazing to work with he's an amazing writer um, and uh, and then uh, and we're all over the world too. That's that's a kind of a fun part. We've kind of oh, gone yeah. global uh, at ESG, uh, from you know South Africa to um, you know Costa Rica, and like we've just got people uh, all over the place, and and just bringing a lot of different perspectives in as well. And so that's uh, that's been just amazing. Uh, Eduardo uh, in Costa Rica, um, and then um, you know Ben's from a couple different places, uh, and uh, but currently in. in out in Tennessee, um, and then uh, we got the Oregon contingent uh, with, with uh, Caleb, uh, you know, producing and and editing. And um, let's see, I don't know who else did we have. Yeah, see. so we got Caleb, Caleb and Eddie Aguardo. They do like content as well. Like Eddie, you know, he does graphics. He does thumbnails with Marilla also. And that's one thing, dedicated, you know, thumbnail team. It's great because I I don't hate thumbnails, but that's just it's not, hard. Yeah, it's hard. Like you kind of <laughs> got to really sit there and think and like really come up with it. But it's always nice, cause, you know, being an editor. People tell me like, oh, it's great that I had this vision and you directed it and you edited it. But now it's the same thing when it comes to the thumbnails. Like we have like broad ideas, and then they just put it out there, and then a couple of days later, it come back with some like some fire yeah. thumbnails. Thumbnail like, game is strong, and crazy. Like people put comments like, hey. Who's your who's your thumbnail team? Is it a team of twenty five? They're like they're like, like poster yeah. worthy. And what was was Mr. Beast say about how much time we have to get people's attention? Oh man, it's some book that he. It's, it's like a, it's a fraction of a second, yeah. basically. And then you get and then if you get that, then you then you get another fraction of a second for them to read like the first three words of your title, maybe. And then it's I mean it's such a it's it's so competitive and it's it's, it's so hard to yeah. to really stand out because there's so many good thumbnails out there. Yeah, so many so many good people though because like even when. The year started, I was doing some web stuff that was just not my area, but, you know, just helping out where I can. But just bringing in the right people to, like, you know, do it professional and do it the right way. And it's all every everybody that we add or everybody that's been added to the team from design to editors to writers to whatever we have is for the customer. Like it's for the consumer to really, you know, give them a better experience like, all right. Since Paul's not doing 10 things, he can actually focus on the scooter. That's going to change your life because he has the time to really ride it and really dig deep into it. And that's like, you know, same thing with me. Like if I'm like, if, if somebody's producing a video content, but they're also writing something else and doing this thing, you can't really focus on making the best visual piece of content for the people to consume. But now we kind of got all those people in those areas and it's, you know, it's like I said earlier, the first thing I said is a joy, not just being the only person. Because, you know, me and Chuck, we used to be up, we'd start at probably 8.30, 9 o'clock. And some nights we would, i leave this house at like 10.30 p.m. And, you know, I got two kids. Like, where's daddy? Like, <laughs> daddy's working. But now it's like, you know, daddy's working, he's happy, and he's home on time because so many great people. Thanks for tuning in to episode three of the new Rider Guide podcast. You know, we're trying to get this podcast off the ground and Voro Motors has been super generous in helping us do that by doing a fun giveaway to celebrate the launch. So it's very easy to enter. Just hit that link and help, you know, just kind of support the launching of this podcast. And in return, you get a great chance at winning an eMove Roadrunner. It's, it's worth a lot. It's a great, amazing vehicle, one of our team favorites. And 
just just get into that yeah <laughs> and then um we've also got episode four coming very soon with apollo scooters one of the most innovative companies in the world so check back in for that and then we will see you for weekly episodes on thursdays thereafter thanks <laughs>